You're listening to Productions with Purpose Podcast. This is Behind the Scenes of Shackles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this behind-the-scenes episode of Shackles. I have some of the cast and crew in the studio with me. I think we'll get started with some introductions. So, Hannah, why don't you go ahead? Uh, Hello, I'm Hannah Rhodes. I play Hope in Shackles, and I play Caitlin in the Identity series. And then Angelica in A Tale of Prayer and Doubt. I'm Sarah. I'm one of the writers, and I think I've played characters before. I played self-pity in Shackles. And I also played Julia in The Goldsmith's Apprentice and Agatha, Her Story. My name is Charity Pence, and I composed the music um, for all of Caleb's audio dramas. And I've also played uh, Zuri Uriah in Agatha, Her Story. And I am Caleb Slayball. Most of you have heard my voice. I have been the host on a few dramas. I played Adrian in Shackles. I played a chicken in the Identity series, which is painfully obvious. (laughs) I wrote Shackles. I kind of wear all the hats that I can't give anybody else around here. (laughs) All right. So we have a a list of questions for all of us to answer. And I think we'll just start with you, Sarah, and go around the circle. So the first question is, um, well, you ask, what did you think when you first read, heard the story? So I guess like the truth of the matter is I didn't really read the whole thing at all until I just came into the studio and read my lines. But you had pitched the concept to me like way earlier. Yeah. Um. So when I first heard the concept, I thought it was a great idea because I feel like we've played a little bit with spiritual warfare and no one really knows exactly what that looks like. So it's kind of fun to play with. And Shackles was a unique take on like a guy's journey through his struggles and different stuff. And like, I just thought it was a good idea. Yeah. I like the setting too, because it's a little bit like fantasy, but, and also a little bit of allegory, but you know, it's kind of hard to pinpoint completely, but yeah, I thought it was a unique spin. Yeah. I had that. I think I probably had the idea in my head for at least a year before I wrote it. Yeah. Um, which tends to happen with all of the stuff I write. <laughs> I did read snippets of it, but yeah. not like the whole thing. Yeah. All right. So what did I think when I first read, heard the story? Um, I thought it was a great idea when it came to me in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Where all great ideas start. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Jinx. So I don't know how much to say about it. I mean, it got more and more personal to me as it developed, um, partly because I had to write it fast. And so I wanted a strong main character. And one of the ways to do that, well, just base it off off of me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, works once, then you got to create original characters. <laughs> I was talking to Hannah, like, last night we were talking about it, and, like, the first um, interaction you have with Tom is actually, very like, your your replies and stuff in that are actually very caleb Yeah. The snarky replies is, like, wow, it's like listening to Caleb. And later on you develop kind of into, like, a character that I wouldn't say, oh, that's all Caleb, you know? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it is you inside your brain. It's, it's not all me. Yeah, but, like, um... That scene, I was like, that's totally like Caleb talking. Right, especially dealing with a character that I just don't really want to deal with. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Either that or somebody who I know really well and we're both being sarcastic. So I think I actually read the first episode when you were showing Sarah. So I did get a big sneak peek and then you sent it to me to get my opinion. I think it was the first four 
episodes. And I really liked it. I think it's really good, especially since, you know, spiritual war is a really serious topic. And to just kind of get that insight into it while still keeping it family friendly and not too scary is just, I think it was really great. I really liked it. And hearing it too, just hearing it all pieced together, it's just so cool because something you're a part of, just seeing it come to play. And I really like the script and everything. And it was really fun. Yeah. It started a whole lot darker than it ended up. (laughs) Yeah. So when I first heard um, the first episode of Shackles, one of my first thoughts was how um, I'm sure that many people would be able to relate to the main character, Adrian. Because he's really searching for something that will satisfy, something that will protect him from getting hurt. Um, but he's lacking confidence, and so he looks for that. So when fear comes into his life, um, he's willing to let him in because, you know, he's desperate. Um, and I think a lot of the time we think that, like, fear or pride or, or whatever will be our protector when in reality it's our jailer. And something that really stood out to me was how manipulative, like, fear and pride and self-pity were. Because <laughs> fear comes across as, like, your friend, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just, like, it reminded me of The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Huh. Because in The Screwtape Letters, um, this demon is writing to his nephew, who is trying to lead um, what who they refer to as the patient astray from um, being a Christian. And so it reminded me a lot of that story. Huh. Yeah, I've I've heard the concept of the screw tape letters. I've never read it or never heard the drama of it. You should. So. It is amazing and instantly became one of my favorite books. There are there are a couple of things that people said you should read this and I purposely didn't until I finished writing Shackles. Uh, you know, I think I read a half of the screw tape letters like 5 years ago or so <laughs> and like it was back when I was like I didn't read informational like good for me books as much not saying that that was a bad thing i was just more into fiction <laughs> right which it is fiction i don't know why but like i thought it was really good too and i guess i do see where you're like it, wormwood is one of the characters or yes something. yeah like i do get um screw tape letter vibes now that i think of it but yeah it's funny when you said i read it like five years ago i'm thinking of the one book i borrowed from hannah and i read half of it in like a day and then three years later read the other half of it <laughs> <laughs> i remember that book <laughs> Hannah was a little bitter. No. No, no she wasn't. She was like, it's off my bookshelf and I want it. But like at the same time, she wasn't She wasn't really bitter. But. Well, every time I said something about it, she's like, oh, it's not a problem. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to read it either. So it's not like I was, yeah. oh, I can't wait to read it again. Like, I, no, I really I should read have read it faster. <laughs> anyways. Borrowed a book for like six years that's on my <laughs> shelf. So you're not bad. No, I'm pretty okay. sure I still have books on my shelf that are being borrowed. <laughs> I quite possibly have transitioned into stolen. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next question, Sarah. Um, so the next question you kind of ask us was, what was it like for you to work on this production? Um, so my experience was a little different than some of the other experiences of the actors. Um, since I, that was basically the only role I had in this production was actor. Um, like I said before, I played self-pity and we actually had a recording day where all the actors got together and recorded their lines, but I worked that day. I forget how it happened, but I thought I had asked off, but apparently something happened where I didn't. And so I came after work. And by that time, when I came to the studio, um, Seth and Hans were like laying on the couch exhausted and everyone was done. And and even you, Caleb, were a little bit like, oh, I was tired. 
And I think our our session was pretty short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just me in the studio, and I recorded my lines. And since I hadn't read the whole thing, some of the context was a bit off for me. So sometimes I'm like, oh, if I would have known the context of that, I should have. So it was fun, as it always is whenever I record in Caleb's studio, Productions with Purpose's studio. <laughs> but at the same time, I really wish I would have had that experience to be with the other actors and play off of them. Because sometimes I hear my voice and I'm like, oh, it sounds like I'm so dis... Like, Seth will say something in a certain tone and I'll be like, he does. she doesn't understand. It'll feel like completely vibes off. But I don't know. Some people might catch it. Some people might well, not. Well, you're your own worst critic, but there is something huge about being there with all the other actors. Yeah. Um, I was, for me, it was just exhausting because I made the mistake of trying to direct and do all the audio engineer stuff and play the main character so that everybody had something to go off of. Yeah, this was really a caleb production. <laughs> this and was. in the beginning, you were planning on composing music too, right? <laughs> yeah, thank God oh I didn't do word. that. Thank God I didn't do that. Yeah, for me, I guess, unless you wanted to go further. Oh, no, that was basically my experience. It was like two hours, three hours. It was pretty short. Then what I would do is I would spend hours editing everything. And then I'd come back in after I put the whole vocal comp together. And I'd come in and I would re-record my lines. Um, And I didn't necessarily listen to the other voices because I'd listen to them over and over and over. I knew how I was supposed to respond. so I'd re-record my lines and I'd go and put those in. Then it was sound effects and then shipping it off to charity for music. Um, and then once the music came back, it's a quick levels match and up on the podcast. So that's pretty much what it looked like for me. Yeah, for me, uh, there was a big recording day. So I think we were here for, what was it, like four or six five, hours? Five or six hours, probably. Yeah, so it was so much fun. Anyways, we went into the house and we would do a quick read-through first. And then we came into the studio and recorded our lines. And it was so much fun. It was one of my favorite times to record lines because it was just fun to be with everyone. And you could really easily bounce off what other people said. And it was just, it was a lot of fun to just talk and laugh. And there was a lot of times when each of us were messing up and it was just like you know you laughed and then you started over and it was it was a lot of fun yeah yeah it was and it it was it was like that you'd be going through probably the most serious scene and somebody go blip and everybody like ah (laughs) (laughs) and i remember seth uh who plays fear his poor voice throughout the entire time was just he killed his voice for playing fear and it was just so interesting to see him throughout the whole production like and what's funny, too, is because he did that, then using the pitch correction on his voice, but not to correct, to further warp his voice <laughs> to make Fear's voice, it really worked. But poor guy, he didn't even get to hear his the original voice that oh, he oh. put into it. But he did really good with it. Yeah, he did. Voice. He did. Oh, uh, funny thing, I had a guy lined up to play Fear, and then he couldn't do it. And so I called Natalia and said, hey, can you and Seth come down? I'm really sorry, but... It's last minute, but I really need somebody. Seth is super talented. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think he's the actor type or dramatic arts type, but then he surprises you. You get him behind a microphone and he lets loose. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> working on the music for this, it was definitely my favorite production to work on. Um, it was a lot of fun experimenting with like different sounds um, or instruments. And one new thing that I had to learn when working on Shackles was um, mixing, (laughs) mixing the music, which was definitely a huge learning curve. Um, But thanks to Caleb for sending the 
um, tutorials. I think it turned out relatively well. <laughs> I yeah. think so too. I was yeah. listening to the drama the other day when I was painting a house, <laughs> um, and I like one of my favorite scenes that like you like the music anyways for. It. And I don't know if it's like the harmony of the sounds and the music together, but like where the the beach scenes or like the bay scenes. It's just like okay. I don't know. Uh, if there's one at the end of, I can't even remember what it sounds like now, but. At the end of season, season, <laughs> episode six. Oh, yes. The end oh. was just like. At, oh. at the very end? Yeah. yeah the, I, I don't know what you did to that. That was, that was a lot of fun. That was awesome. Make. That that like closed the entire series perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part of like the entire six episodes to work on was the very ending. <laughs> finally, <laughs> over finally this. done. No, but like the music, it was starting to get more uplifting and a little bit more happy. And, yeah. I mean, it is um, fun to work on like the dark and brooding kind of themes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but um, after working for six episodes on that, I was ready to move on to something <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. Tr- uh, not triumphant, but um happier yeah and it i mean it is kind of that way though like it's fun to work on something but then when it finally i mean even by the time episode what three or four gets over with mom she'd read over and she's like okay it's about time stuff starts looking up now (laughs) yeah i i feel like the end also evoked like that feeling with the music of like hope and like also with what was happening like I don't know, there's, like, he's, he's doing a whole bunch of good stuff or, like, the future looks bright. And it's just, like, I don't know, it makes you feel so happy. I'm like, this is a good ending. <laughs> yeah. Warm yeah. and fuzzy all the way. <laughs> Who was your favorite character? All right, Sarah. Well, obviously, Here. yours was Hope. No, 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 I actually, well, definitely, my favorite character was definitely not me. Just so you know. I annoyed the guts out of myself. <laughs> If that's an expression, which it's not. (laughs) It is now. It's like, no one understands you. I'm like, (laughs) you're so annoying, self-pity, which, you know, is a great, you know, how it would be in real life. (laughs) But um, so I'm a little bit torn. Like, I, I wouldn't say the main characters are my favorite. And I feel kind of evil saying this. The but main no. character the... is, like, hardly ever my favorite. Yeah, main yeah I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, it's okay, crazy. you dropped a cup, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, you know. Um, But Fear, I kind of, I don't, I think, though, I like Fear because I just, Seth did such a great job, and he's just, like, so fun to be, like, to hate, <laughs> in a sense. And he just, like, I think, like, a lot of the demons did a great job. <laughs> um. But then I was, like, thinking the other night, I'm like, I'm going to say Tom just as a joke. <laughs> but then a- as I finished the series, I'm like, you know, things are kind like, there could almost be another series on Tom, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's an anti-hero, at least mean and tough. And, like, you're, like, eyeball rolling about his toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. But he's kind of likable near the end. But I'm going to have to say well, fear. Well, near the, in the beginning of the episode, you know nothing about him except for what Adrian's perspective of him is. Yeah. And then when you start to learn more about him, he becomes more of a likable character. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe his character is one of my favorites. But fear is the most fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For, it's not my character. It's not Adrian um, well, for me. But also that's because I'm my own worst critic. So I hear everything I could have done better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I like... 
I'm kind of torn between Hope and Captain Domans. Oh, I guess Cap. I should have said the Good Shepherd. <laughs> technically, he's Jesus. The, the, no, but okay. Funny. I totally forgot about the Good Shepherd. <laughs> Shame on you. No, I'm kidding. Hans did an awesome job. He really yeah, did with the Good Shepherd. Uh, that. But he's not really a character he's... in a sense that he's like. I mean, he, he is. He is like. Uh, I almost want to say the Good Shepherd's my favorite character. Okay. But then, like, Hope and Captain Domans are, like, second place, close, first. Those three characters. <laughs> so there. What's your one favorite character? Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would actually have to say that I, I really did like Adrian. I thought he was a relatable character. I didn't... Sarah was like, why are you freaking out over a cup? But I was like, I would totally freak out over a cup. Like, that's me. Yes. So, like, <laughs> I didn't... Like, I really think Adrian is a relatable character. But... And I really liked him. And obviously, I like Hope. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm Hope. But um, I also loved Seth's portrayal of fear. And it's just really fun to listen to him. So, I guess I'm saying three, too. I don't know. But, like... <laughs> Like, fear was just so fun to listen to, and it was so fun to see him execute his lines and everything. And, yeah, but, like, everyone—this is cheesy, but everyone did such a great job. I just really like how everyone did their character. Way Participation yeah. trophies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have to echo what everyone else said and say fear, um, just because, yes, I'm just going to repeat, Seth did an amazing job um, playing fear. But I would also have to say hope. Would definitely be my other. <laughs> you can't see it, but Hannah's like... glowing over here. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's just like that friend that we all want to have. She's very encouraging right. and, um, yeah, ha- always has a listening ear. And... It's it's interesting because it's an allegory, but I did not think about naming the character Hope as Hope. Uh-huh. But that, huh. she really does bring that to the oh, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't like, oh. It's an allegory, so I'm going to name the character Hope. That I didn't do that. Um, it's very, it's a very loose allegory. Like I it wouldn't is say a very, it's a straight out. It's allegory. a very loose allegory, but it is a. But you, you, twi- you have to twist reality to make a physical comparison to spiritual. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my definition of allegory. Yeah, I liked how it was like fantasy slash allegory. Those are my favorite type type of stories. Which is interesting that you haven't written anything. Well, no, yeah. you wrote a tale of and doubt. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you haven't written anything extensive yet along that line. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid of it because like there's like fine lines where you're like, should I cross over that? Oh, or my like how word. much of it is like too much. Episode five. Going talking to mom, talking to Joel, just thinking, okay, I know it's an allegory, but I also want to portray the like theological aspect of this as I understand it to be correct. I think he did a really good job, And honestly. so that was a hard episode to write. Mm. Because with an allegory, anything can be taken as a symbol of something that you never intended it to be. Mm. So, so, like, yeah, be careful. I, I would say, on a side note, be careful how harshly you judge other people's allegories. Some of the stuff they may never have even thought about. <laughs> All right, so, what is, Sarah, what is your most anticipated upcoming production? Well... We have some good stuff coming up. We have some of the best stuff we've ever come up with coming out. Buttercup is coming up soon, and that, I think, is going to be really good. Um, But I have to... This is going to sound vain. Well, can I say that without a southern accent? Try. This is going to sound vain. vain. (laughs) This is going to sound vain. But I am writing an upcoming drama that has been... I've thought about it a lot for, like, a year. 
Um, but it's so many different pieces in my head. It's having a hard time to come together. It's evolved into something completely different than what it was supposed to be. The original prompt. Yeah. yeah, it was a prompt at first that I wrote for Caleb as concept ideas. And then he's like, oh, this one might be fun to play with. And now it's completely different than the actual prompt. But um, that one uh, is called, well, it was originally drafted as Road Trip Gone oh. Wrong. But now it's currently in the works. Should I say the name? Sure. Um, Piper's Podcast, which is about a, a teenage girl who is doing a podcast over the summer um, and oh wow guess what happened some mystery (laughs) which is kind of you know whatever of the missing bagel (laughs) yeah (laughs) but anyway she's obsessed with mysteries and and so she actually oh my accidentally stumbles across one (laughs) but it's gonna be really fun and i'm very much anticipating getting that done because it was supposed to be done in january and it with school, like I'm still in school, so it hasn't gotten finished yet. But I'm anticipating that one. But we do have a lot of great stuff coming out. So keep your eyes open. Ears. <laughs> keep your ears open. And eyes. your eyes. <laughs> keep your earballs open. <laughs> you sent me the rough drafts like a couple months ago, the first couple episodes, and then working on shackles and stuff. I never got around to reading them I think mm-hmm. a week ago or a couple days ago. I don't know. I've lost track of time. I read over them and how do you do it oh, well, that's nice how of you. do you do it you had at least me laughing one sentence and then five lines later you're sitting there like what's gonna happen next oh that makes me feel good and like i just don't get how you can do so well with humor well i um <laughs> knock my head on the keyboard a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll tell you I, that. Can, I can second that she yeah there was a lot of coffee and <laughs> yeah <laughs> screaming no. and those, <laughs> those three drafts but um actually it's, i find it ironic with the i don't know when you're listening to this but right now it's the 2020 pandemic and i actually was thinking like oh i want to quarantine the town or have some sort of quarantine thing and I'm like, there's nothing out there to draw, like, research from because, or, like, it just wasn't quite what I wanted. And now I'm living in a real-life pandemic. quarantined. So. <laughs> and so now I have real-life experience to draw from, which isn't necessarily a good so thing. So you but. thought we were being relevant, but really, <laughs> yeah. it just so happened. It's coincidence. Yeah, I don't know. My, I'm working on a podcast series that really, I don't know, I sent you a link, but I don't know if you looked at it or not, um, to really? Google Docs. Oh, I thought that was from a different thing. Yeah, from a different... Well, it's a podcast series that I'm working on that I only have the first episode of. Oh, I have to go check it out But um, I didn't see it yet. I, I'm, I'm excited about Buttercup, but I'm also banging my head on the keyboard drinking coffee and screaming while I'm trying to write the last 50 pages. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited about this one. It's tentatively called Thief. And the basic premise of the story is this guy, sterling reputation, working in the silver mines in the same... Uh, story world that another story upcoming is uh set in and there's two guys that don't like him they frame him the foreman thinks he stole his watch and he has the option to lie and say he stole the watch and be let off without being branded as a thief wait what uh, setting is this you might have said but um so uh what crescent ridge is going to be set in oh okay okay so fantasy Um, yeah fantasy but real world just a different country um so he has the option of lying and getting off without being branded or telling the truth and getting off after he's been branded as a thief which is just a t on his hand so he decides that it's better to honor god than to honor his own i don't want to get branded 
And so he refuses to lie. He gets branded as a thief, and the entire series is him having to deal with people constantly thinking he's a thief if he's not wearing gloves. Mm. Even though he's not, because he refused to tell a lie. Hmm. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's, I'll have to go check that in my inbox that's, when I get uh, home. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my most anticipated right now. All right. Well, I, I'm definitely looking forward to Buttercup a lot. I, I read some of, I don't know if it was original draft or it was uh, a final draft. Original draft. Okay. Yeah. The original draft. And I love it. I love the ideas. I love the concept. I heard, I think it was pretty much the whole hypnosis of it or hypnosis. Yeah. I'm not quite sure yeah. But it sounds amazing. And I'm really looking forward to listening to that one. But I, I do have to say, I have a little bit of a bias. I help Sarah brainstorm and plot for Piper's podcast. So I'm really excited to see that one. And I know I'm going to play a character. So, you know, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, how do you pick one, right? <laughs> Why should I say that? I mean, you might really love hers over mine. I don't know. But for me, it's like, how do I pick one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's like, I also feel connection with both because like, I know you guys both too. So it's like, <laughs> but I, I'm really excited. I love the world building of Buttercup too. Like, it sounds really cool. So. It definitely, that one's been in my head for two and a half years, I think. Yeah, so. it's been there for a bit. Yeah. I have to say Buttercup is my most anticipated one for composing music anyway. Because um, I love that time period, like stories that are set in that time period. Um, and composing the music is going to be even more enjoyable. What kind of music do you like prefer to, to put together? More like soft piano with maybe some strings, maybe some harp, <laughs> and yeah, that kind that's of thing. That's a good, yeah, that's a good one for it's, that. Yeah, more on the light, light side, I guess. Um, you don't have to, like, do all this orchestration <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially for, I mean, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, but you really need five, six tracks and you're good. With a, it's true. Yeah. With, with, to to get a a feel, any given feel. Yeah. Unless it's like some really, I don't know, <laughs> wall of guitars or something that you're going for. Other than that, um, but that's my opinion. Yeah, you don't need an entire orchestra. <laughs> Just need just, a keyboard and virtual instruments. <laughs> You don't need all the orchestra sounds. Yeah. You just need a piano, maybe some glockenspiel, or however you say the, the word. I, Sounds yeah. German. Wow. <laughs> Little Glockenspiel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the last question. Any further comments before we close? What would you say was the most difficult part of this production? <sighs> Writing episode five? <laughs> no. The most difficult part of the production was making it work because we recorded everything in one day instead of three. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's just insanely difficult edit. Sometimes you're looking for, say, Pride's, what was Pride's catchphrase? Oh, you yeah. are never the problem, right? So say, say one of the catchphrases, and it maybe not Pride, but I don't, I don't know what. Um, maybe she said, you are never the problem. And I wanted more of a never. I would have to go to another place where she said that and find never like that instead of never and copy it and paste it in. And so it created a lot of work. Whereas if we would have recorded it in three days, we would have had gone slower and I would have said, hey, redo that line again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that was also my fault for trying to play a main character. <laughs> well directed. You can't do it. You can't do it. And I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Anyways, so that, that was the hardest part. Um, yeah. All right. Well, 
thank you all for coming out and sitting around and talking about this. And thank you all audience who is living in this microphone that I'm staring at for listening. Hello, <laughs> Hello love. Hello, watermelon sugar. My audience has really bad British accents. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for a brand new series. Depending on which one gets produced first, it'll be Piper's Podcast or Thief. So, yeah. They're both going to be podcasts, so they're going to be free. Exactly. <laughs> and if you want to support us and you want your own personal copy of Shackles, it is available for 20 bucks on the website. If you want to listen for free, it's still on the podcast. You can still listen for free. And after that shameless plug, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.